Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode. It is Andy here, just me this week. Pierce is actually having a week off. It's his birthday today actually. I won't tell you how old he is, but um, let's just say he's getting on a little bit. Uh, anyway, right, just wanted to jump on today and talk about five questions every golfer should ask themselves. Now, if you're new to the podcast, we do these on a regular basis to help you play hopefully your best golf. So make sure you hit the subscribe. And also, if you enjoy watching this, screenshot this and tag us in on Instagram at me and my golf. And also, if you want to knock five shots off your score, check out our free video series. The link is in the show notes from driving to putting. It's absolutely free. So make sure you check that out. Right. Why are questions so important? Well, I think one of the key things that, that we see when we see a lot of our students on the golf course is that they make poor decisions. They're not having the right focus and attention at the right times. Now, the beauty of, of good questions is, or questions in general, is questions direct your focus. So in order to really have a good focus at the right time and the right thing, we need good questions. Anthony Robbins always says where focus goes, energy flows. So it's really important that we are focusing on the right things. And from my experience, golfers are not asking good questions on the golf course. Therefore, they're missing out on actually playing the right shots, making bad decisions and actually playing their best golf. So if we ask our brain a question, it's going to seek out an answer. So if I said to you, what did you have for breakfast this morning? straight away your brain gets to work to remember and think about what you had for breakfast this morning. So if we ask the right questions out on the golf course, then our brain's going to get to work and give us a good answer. Therefore, we can make better decisions. So I'm going to go through five questions that that I believe if you ask these questions out on the golf course, you will shoot a lower score because it's going to direct your focus to the right things at the right time. So let me get into the first one for you. First question you should ask yourself is, where do I really want to avoid? Now, the reason this is such an important question is that most amateur golfers do not allow for poor shots. When they hit a shot, they're hoping, they're living in hope, hoping they can play that perfect shot that's struck beautifully out the middle, that's going straight at the flag. Now, when it comes to tour pros, the best players in the world are not expecting to play a perfect shot. Now, amateurs often do. And if you think about it, if the best players in the world aren't expected to play a perfect shot, then we certainly shouldn't be doing it as amateur golfers as well. So all I would say is that when we are choosing, when we're on the tee or when we're on the fairway or wherever it might be, we need to understand where do I really want to avoid? Because we need to understand that actually the shot that we're going to play might not actually pull off and it probably won't pull off. How many times do we actually get on the golf course and hit the shot exactly where we want it to? Very, very rarely. So we need to allow for a little bit of freedom and we also need to understand where we don't want to be. So if you're going to miss a green or you're going to miss a fairway, you need to understand where is the best place to actually miss that. So if it's a green, where is the best place to miss the green? There might be a, a massive drop off right with um, maybe out of bounds or even a water hazard to the right. So knowing that you don't want to be missing in this on the right, you put that into in, in, into your plan to allow for that. You might aim, if you generally hit a little bit of a push or a slice, 
you're not going to aim at the middle or the right of the green. If Certainly if the flag's on the right of the green, you're not going to aim at the flag. You're going to aim potentially even the left side of the green. And sometimes you don't even need to aim for the green because if there's so much danger to the right, then you want to steer, steer clear of that really and, and avoid the disasters. Now, a lot of people aren't doing that and therefore they're getting unstuck because they're hitting their ball in positions that are either really hard to get up and down from or it could be out of bounds or in a, in a hazard or whatever it might be. So whether you're on a fairway, sorry, whether you're on the tee on a fairway, make sure you ask the question, where do I really want to avoid? And then you put that into your plan based on your shot shape, based on the situation, based on the wind, based on the green and all the rest of it. So question one that you need to ask when you step on the tee or you're on the fairway is where do I really want to avoid if I miss the green or if I miss the fairway? And this is not a negative. This is a great thing because you are understanding the best place that you can miss. Okay, question number two is, this is actually, we got this from Dr. Carl Morris, who's a, a performance coach who creates a lot of content on our website. Um, so really insightful stuff, all really about the mind and performance. So make sure you check that out. But this one is having absolute clarity on what you want. So the question you can ask yourself here is, what does a good shot look like here? Now, the reason with this is such a powerful question is because in order to play the shot that we want, we really need to have a clear intention. And there's a great quote that Carl uses, which I think is just absolutely brilliant, is that the body will organize movement when given a clear intention. Now, the best way I can describe this is that if you've ever found yourself in a really difficult situation you might be behind a tree in some bushes where you need to play this let's say amazing recovery shot you might need to start it out right draw it around the trees you know a big hook around the trees to get it somewhere on the fairway or even on the green and you pull it off now why do you often pull this off because the situation is forcing you to actually picture what a good shot looks like. It, it's, it's actually forcing you to go, right, I need to start this out right. I need to bend it back here to get it back on fairway. I need to keep it a little bit lower here or I need to keep it a little bit higher over those trees. The situation is calling you to have a clear intention. And then what often happens here is because you've got such a clear intention on such a difficult shot, the body organizes movement for that clear intention. And this is why a lot of the time we actually pull it off. Whereas you step on a tee and you see a fairway, you see bunkers maybe, and you just see the rough. And our brain doesn't necessarily have a clear intention. It's not really picturing what we want. And if you're not asking the question, then it's certainly not going to go to work. So instead of just standing on the tee, looking at the fairway and stepping up to the golf ball and hitting the golf ball with no clear intention, get super clear. And if you stand on that tee and internally ask yourself, what does a good shot look like here? Your brain is going to go, okay, well, I need to start it over the left-hand side here because the wind's off the left. Um, I'd like it to finish on the left-hand side of the fairway because that also slopes. It's going to have a little bit of a curve in the air as well. So once we do this, once we have this question, answer it in a very specific way. Be really clear on exactly what you want. Let's say you're playing a par three 
and you say, what is a good what does a good shot look like here? You can say, well, okay, the, the good shot here looks like it starts to the left side of the green. It's going to fade back. It's going to pitch in the center of the green, and then it's going to move towards the flag, which is on the right side of the green. Making sure that you, you're telling yourself exactly what you want to happen, because if you do that, we'll go back to that quote, the body will organize movement when given a clear intention. And I see so many people stepping onto a tee with no real intention at all, hitting the ball and then wondering why they don't play a, um, a great shot. And it's it's always interesting. We hear so many people come to us and say, when I'm in a really difficult spot, I, I often pull it off. And they often pull it off because their brain is forced to ask a good question. What does a good shot look like here? So number two is what does a good shot look like here? You can ask that on every single shot. In fact, when we're on the golf course recently, I'll just actually throw that in on a conversation every now and again. If I'm playing with Pierce, I'll say to Pierce, what does a good shot look like here? And then he's actually got to, he's actually got to tell me. And when you tell, when you speak it as well, it's so much more powerful because, again, you're seeing it, you're seeing it, you visualize it, and you're picturing the shot as well. So uh, what, does a good, what does a good shot look like here is number two. Hi, everyone. Andy here. Just letting you know about something that we've created just for you. MeAndMyGolf.com is our membership platform that we believe is the best resource out there to improve your golf. And one of the questions that we get asked all the time is what's the difference between YouTube and the website? And the main difference being is that sometimes people can get lost in content on YouTube and not really having a clear structure or plan of where to go. So we wanted to create something that was, was really going to help golfers. We've got over a thousand uh, coaching videos on there, but our main thing or main feature on there are the coaching plans and we've seen some amazing results from these plans and these are basically carefully designed plans on all areas of the game so you don't have to think or worry about what to do we tell you exactly what to practice each week and whether you're looking to break a certain score fix a slice improve your putting or short game we have a plan that will suit you we're even staggered at some of the results that golfers are getting from these as well and we even have a private Facebook group where all of our members go and share experiences and support each other. Real nice place, positive place to be. And we'd love to see you over there and have the chance to help you with your game. So make sure you head over to meandmygolf.com and check out your free trial with no obligations to join. Check it out and see if you can find a plan and become a part of this amazing community. Okay, number three is how will this lie affect the shot? Now, if you think about it, as amateur golfers, how often are we in the fairway? How often do you find yourself in the fairway playing a shot to, um, to the green? Now, if you think about it, you're often going to be in the rough. Now, from my experience, a lot of golfers are making poor decisions in the rough because they're almost treating the rough quite similar to the fairway when it's totally different. So one of the things I would say is that when you are faced with the rough, you need to ask yourself the question, how will this lie affect the shot? Now, if you don't necessarily know how rough affects the, the spin and the launch and all the rest of it, then I'd certainly say that you need to maybe find yourself, educate yourself on that. You can check out some of the stuff on meandmygolf.com. We've got loads of information on there of, of how it actually affects it because knowing how it affects the shot massively then helps you with the club selection. So for instance, let's say I find myself um, in the rough and I look at the shot and I think, okay, right, that's that's sitting down quite a lot. There's a lot of grass behind the golf ball. Therefore, 
the the ball's going to spin quite um, quite considerably less. When the ball spins considerably less, you can get a flyer where the ball goes miles. So then that helps you actually make a good club selection. So let's say I've got a 150, the ball's sitting down a bit. Um, I've got a little, lot of grass behind the golf ball. I would normally hit from 150, potentially a 9-iron. But because it's sitting down and because I've got less spin on the ball because of the grass, it means I can hit a wedge and still get the 150 because the ball is going to land, bounce and roll. So I think it's just such an important factor to be able to actually ask the right question in the rough because often we're going to be in there and then knowing how to deal with it is going to be a good thing as well. So there's a part part of this is education, but if you actually ask yourself the question when you're in the rough, how is this lie going to affect the shot? Then again, you're going to start to visualize, well, is this going to bounce? Is it going to stop quickly? And am I going to be able to get more spin on the ball, less spin on the golf ball? You'll start to sort of think about this as well. So number three there is how will this lie affect the shot? And if you don't necessarily know, educate yourself on, on the rough lies as well. Okay, number four is what is the most simple way to get back into play? Now, we've all been there. We've hit it in the trees and we can see a, a three-inch gap and we can see the flag through this three-inch gap and we think we can get there. If I hit this perfect shot, we can get there. Now, one of my favorite quotes is a Tom Kite quote and he says, a bogey is one bad shot. A double bogey is a bad shot followed by a stupid shot because often when we are in trouble, we tend to feel like we need to recover that bad shot. So we'll look for the hero shot. We'll look for that small gap, that window that we can get it through the trees and get as close to the green as we can. And then what often happens is we miss the gap, we hit the trees, and then we're racking up a triple bogey, a quadruple bogey, or even more because of that poor decision that we said. So all I would say is when you are faced with um, some danger or let's say you've hit a poor tee shot and you're in trouble, just ask yourself the question, what is the most simple way to get back into play? And then you'll start looking about rather than just trying to pinch an extra few yards, 10 yards here and there, get it back in play, back on the fairway. If you've got 140 yards left in, that's fine. You've still got a chance. And at the worst, you might come off with a bogey but certainly you're not going to potentially risk having a double, a triple, or even more because you're going for that hero shot. So if you find yourself in trouble off the tee or wherever it might be, ask yourself the question, what is the most simple way to get back in play? And if you do that on a consistent basis, you're going to limit those big numbers that you put on the uh, on the card. It's really interesting because a lot of people will say to me, I, I drove it bad and therefore I that's why I got an eight. So let's say they drove it in the trees and they put it down to the drive that caused the issue. Now for me, a lot of the time is, it isn't the drive that's got them, yeah, the drive's got them into trouble, but it's the, the ability to just get it back in play and recover from that bad drive, but yet they necessarily, they just think the bad shot off the tee has put them in trouble. But if you can get back in play, give yourself a chance, walk off with a bogey, a bogey is still okay. So number four is what is the most simple way to get back in play? Ask that question when you find yourself in trouble. Okay, and the fifth and final one is what do I need to feel to create the perfect pace putt? So this is obviously on the greens. And I'd say the reason we say this is that 
Most golfers who come to us for coaching on putting, they are very much, when they're about to play their putt, either when they're having the practice strokes or when they're over the golf ball, their brain is very much either focused on technique, focused on um, they're too much in their own head, too mechanical, and they're not really in tune with the the pace of the putt. Now, if you've got a good uh, putting routine or process, when you're over the golf ball, you don't really want to be thinking about stroke in terms of mechanics and club head and, and shoulders or head or anything else. What you want to be doing is you want to be in tune with the feel. Hopefully, you've done all your line, your lining up and your, um, your, your, your aim and things like that. But when you're over the golf ball about to play your putt, you should be really focusing on seeing the ball going in the hole at the right pace and tuning in to really what do I need to feel to create the perfect pace. And I think if you can ask that question, you're not going to be worried about the putter head moving around. You're not going to be thinking about keeping your head still. You're not going to be thinking about your arms or whatever it is. You're just very much focused out there on the putt instead of actually being very much internal like this. And I see so many people do this who come to me for coaching and they're just so much in their own head trying to keep the putter straight, trying to keep the face square, trying to keep it too steady. And this really robs you of the feel and they struggle then with the pace. So number five is what do I need to feel in order to create the perfect pace put? And I say most amateurs would benefit from asking that question because most amateurs struggle when it comes to actually judging the pace on the puts as well. So there we have it. There's five simple questions that if you ask those on the golf course, I believe that you will actually shoot lower scores. I'm going to go through those again. Number one, where do I really want to avoid? Remember to really look at where you want to avoid if you do miss the fairway or the green. Put that into your plan. Remember, we do not always hit the shot that we want to hit allow for some bad shots. Really important that you do that. Number two, what does a good shot look like here? Ask that question, get super clear on exactly what you want. Remember the body will organize movement when given a clear intention. I love that quote. Number three, how will this lie affect the shot? Understand playing shots out the rough. Understand that it's going to reduce the spin a lot. Look at the lie, assess the lie and start to picture what's going to happen. That's going to help you make the right decisions from a club selection point of view and start to sort of think about the shot ahead as well. So that was how will this lie affect the shot? Number four, what is the most simple way to get back in play? If you're in danger, get yourself back in play, take your medicine and avoid those big numbers. And number five, what do I need to feel to create the perfect pace put here. And I think that's a great one to finish on on the putting green there. So five questions that I believe will really be very helpful on the golf course. Remember, using questions to direct your focus is massive. I think you'll all agree that having the right focus and attention on the golf course is important. And if you ask these questions, it'll direct your focus in the right areas. I hope that's been useful. Remember, guys, to screenshot this and tag us in over on Instagram at me and my golf. Let us know your thoughts on this and remember to check out that five shots lower free series in the uh, show notes. So, so many good things in there to help your game as well. It's absolutely free, so make sure you do. And we'll look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you found some great value in it. And if you did, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Also, let us know your feedback by leaving us a rating or review over on iTunes. And remember, if you want to go deeper and really improve your game, 
head over to meandmygolf.com and start your free trial and check out one of the many plans that are seeing incredible results. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to speaking to you next week.